Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today and hope you guys are staying strong and healthy as always. And be sure to check out the new product of the week that's on sale, the Joint Relief Formula. That's our Joint Relief Formula. Couples great with the Joint Rebuilding Formula. Joint Relief Formula is on sale right now. It's product of the week for 15% off. That will be updated here in the next few minutes. So be sure to check it out. And news that I want to start off with this morning, I want you guys to stay with me here for a few minutes. I want you guys to kind of understand what we're seeing now as more evidence on how the media and social media is directing what you think and how you perceive certain things and why it is so important to understand this so you can not only be awake yourself and see what's really happening, but also wake up others. There's an article that came out yesterday and I talked about it briefly it was about how Elon Musk is claiming that Twitter 20% of all Twitter users are basically spammer or bots now I briefly talked about this and I'm going to address this even further now on what we just saw with the New York Post come out this morning and they're now claiming with the audit is that half of Joe Biden's 22 million followers on Twitter half 49.2% are spammers or bots Meaning they're fake accounts. They don't, there's nothing on them. They're, they're a total spammer account. Half of them, 49% of his followers on Twitter. Now, I'm not bringing this up to talk about who's got more followers or who does more stuff because we already know the bumbling buffoon doesn't even use it on Twitter. What reason why I'm bringing this up is because if this is actually true, which is what they're stating now from this audit, and New York Post is covering it and numerous people are covering it now, this is showing you 100% certainty that the mainstream media and the social media outlets are there to do one thing and one thing only, to sway public opinion and to continue to maintain the narrative in which they're told to maintain. Remember, we've been told by Jack Dorsey and we've been basically, you know, consoled over the years that Twitter and Facebook and all these social media platforms are very clean, safe, pure platforms, right? They they make sure they clean out the misinformation and that they don't allow any type of spam to be on there as best as possible and they want to make sure nobody talks about any fake news and they keep everything really, really secure, right? That's the lie that they've told us and I've called it out for years. All the way to taking it to an extent of saying that they are now, as of last, what, 2021, that they were going to ban the U.S. sitting president of the United States from being on his Twitter site. Now, love hit Trump, hate Trump, don't really care. That's not the topic of this discussion at all. I said this very clearly when this happened, is that if we're allowing – social media platforms to be this emboldened and this aggressive that they can ban the U.S. sitting president, whoever he is, even if it was Joe Biden, if they ban Joe Biden on Twitter, it would be a very disturbing start of a gigantically censored, tyrannical push to be able to control what people not only can say, but what they're allowed to essentially think. Now, if you've been on social media platforms before, you'll notice over the years it's becoming increasingly more uh, essentially trolled where you have these accounts where somebody say, for instance, will put up a video on Twitter talking about vitamin C and D3 and how it's so important to maintain your overall health and fight off viruses. Well, then you'll look when you see the comments and you'll notice probably 20 to 30 to 40 percent of the comments 
are all accounts where people are basically saying, this is fake news, this is all lies, this is total quackery, you're an anti-vacciner, this is total fake news, and they go down the line. You see it over and over and over and over and over again. You can see us on every social media platform. This is what the trolls and spammer and bot accounts are here for. Remember when the Department of Homeland Security and multiple other agencies talked about years ago that they were going to do basically a concerted effort to make sure that fake news wasn't presented out and they were actually going to hire a team to go on and pay them to counter disinformation. This is exactly what they're talking about. So whenever you start seeing this on Twitter, I think this is completely factual. These social media platforms are not there just designed to control what goes out and the narratives that go out and try to continually suppress free speech. They are there to actually change the narrative and change the direction that people actually think. Because when you see a newcomer, say somebody that's kind of awake but they're questioning a lot of stuff, and they see an article – on Twitter, and it pops up and it talks about vitamin C and D3 being really good for the immune system and how it can possibly fight off COVID infections. Well, so they go, oh, this is intriguing. I want to click on this. Well, they're very green, though. They don't really know much about it. They're very open. And they start looking at it, and they go, oh, this article is interesting, and then they click the comments. Well, then 20, 30, 40, 50% of the comments are all negative towards the article and talk about how it's fake news and it's a lie and it's complete spam and they should never let fake news like this come out. Well, that new, that new individual that's trying to learn, that's really impressionable, now all of a sudden takes a step back and goes, whoa, 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 I don't uh, – now nah, nah, this may be fake. What are all these comments? Look at all these comments. All these comments can't be fake. They can't be. Maybe this is a total fake account. Maybe this is a total fake article. I, I, I definitely can't believe this. This has got to be more anti-vaccine conspiracy theory jargon. And they take a step back, and they go in the direction that they're being swayed by the – public so to speak through the comments and through these comments and so this is what continues to go on over and over and over again and this is why elon musk is calling it out saying he's not going along with this buy-in if this is really the truth so i just want to kind of bring that up and tell you this is what's really the whole story behind this and it just shows more evidence and proof that these social media platforms are not there to provide truth. They are not there to provide a clear experience with no misinformation. They are there simply to do one thing and one thing only, control information as it goes out to maintain the narrative and sway public opinion in the favor of the narrative through controlled commenting and bots. That's what I wanted to bring up on here as well. For example, now I've seen this article that's been popping up where Taco Bell – has now come out now, and they are saying that they are going to allow drag brunch events to be hosted at their Taco Bell stores. Yes, I said drag brunch, meaning they are actually going in with performing drag queens into Taco Bell while people are in there eating and subjecting them to drag queen perversion where grown men fantasize and wear women's clothing and dance. That's what they're bringing to Taco Bell. Now, I, I, I've told you guys before, Taco Bell's grade D dog meat. I wouldn't even feed it to my pit bull at all, ever. Never never would feed it. Taco Bell's one of the nastiest foods you can ever put in your body, yet people can st- continue to consume it all day long. It goes on to say here, this is the literally what Taco Bell put out of the press release. Each show will be hosted by our fabulous drag performer and taco extraordinaire, Quesadilla, I don't even know, the name Quesadilla, play on is ridiculous, and featured performance from local queens and kings that transform any morning from mild to fire. 
as the brand brings people together, the Taco Bell Drag Brunch experience is rooted in celebrating the LGBTQIA++ community, creating safe and welcoming spaces for all. And I pulled it up, and I was reading the actual the, the letter that Taco Bell put out and how they're bragging about it and how they're basically talking about how this is something they're going to promote and encourage. And they've gotten absolutely eviscerated on a lot of social media platforms. People are like, why in the world would you bring this to Taco Bell? Like, we want to come get tacos. Why would you Why would you do this? This is, again, the further perversion of trying to come in and change the culture of society that nobody wants changed, by the way. Nobody's asking. I haven't seen – protesting, people asking and petitioning to bring cross-dressing perverts to Taco Bell. Again, my point in saying this, this is another reason why it is so important to vote with your dollars. If you know a company is diametrically opposed to what you believe, if you know a company is intentionally trying to come in and subvert the culture and they're trying to intentionally pervert your young children – why in the world are you going to keep giving them money? It's bad enough if they're doing something behind the scenes or they have a CEO that's caught up in something or something like that. That's bad enough. But when they're blatantly coming out now and shoving it in people's faces, the same thing like Disney did, why in the world are you still throwing them money? The answer is you shouldn't be because if you know something is diametrically opposed to your viewpoints, why are you going to keep supporting it financially? Support companies that you know support you. Support companies that are promoting something that is positive. Support companies also, too, that are promoting healthy, healthy living in general. Taco Bell's just absolute garbage food. So that, just put that aside. Also, too, in one other news, and I want to get Dad's update on this because this seems to be the last big hoorah push to try to hurt and maim as many children as possible. If you guys saw yesterday, the FDA has now amended and expanded the emergency use authorization for the Pfizer COVID vaccine booster shot now to 5 and 11 years old age children. Yes, they are now saying that the third booster shot is recommended for healthy children ages 5 to 11 years old. Well, and why? Well, because they're saying that the first two shots really don't do enough. They said children in the age group can get a booster because the first two doses really aren't that effective. And so the study found in February the two doses of the vaccine offered little protection against COVID. So, again, the natural thing you would do, right? Hey, let's inject them with a third shot now after the fifth month because, you know, the first two were an abysmal failure and the kids are dropping dead and having all types of heart problems and myocarditis. So, again, let's give them a third shot. This is so sadistic, the fact the FDA – and my question to this, the FDA, where's the emergency? Hmm? I'm looking around. Where's the emergency of 5- to 11-year-old healthy children dropping dead from COVID? Because the research that I've seen, I have not found one single healthy child aged 5 to 11 die directly from a COVID and basically a COVID infection in the United States this entire year in 2022. I have not been able to find any research that supports that theory at all. Now, I found numerous ones where children have gotten the injection, and they've had heart attacks, and they've had myocarditis, and they've had pericarditis, and they've gone into shock, and they've gone into all kinds of health problems. I've found a lot of that. Now, one single incident has been documented. The FDA can't even prove one. That a 5- to 11-year-old healthy child contracted COVID infection naturally and died from it. So if that's the case, where is the emergency, my friends? 
Why is the emergency use authorization just being used as a blanket rubber stamp now to cover anything that the FDA, excuse me, that Pfizer wants approved? It's like Pfizer just rolls out anything. They could come out and say, oh, by the way, we're going we're gonna to basically start ejecting you now with uh, ostrich saliva. And, you know, it totally works to protect you against something. We're not sure what it protects you against, but it does something. And the FDA is going to go, oh, oh, that's emergency approved. We need that right now. Rubber stamp it. This is how lunatic these individuals have become. And then you got to ask yourself the million-dollar question. If these people are this sadistic and they're this corrupt and they're willing to rubber stamp an emergency use on an RNA gene therapy shot that has literally, literally hundreds of thousands of deaths globally now from the research we're reading and well over a million and a half adverse events in the United States already recorded on VAERS, and they're going to give an emergency use for 5- to 11-year-old healthy children that do not have any significant death rate from natural COVID at all, what more else are they willing to do to everybody if they're already willing to go this far? And why would you ever listen to anything they have to say to you when it comes to health and research when they refuse the fda refuses to even address the fact that research has shown that elevated levels of blood levels of d3 pretty much prevent any severe covid infection and that intravenous and oral use of vitamin c massively reduces the viral load if taken at the beginning and zinc and quercetin act together as almost a natural ivermectin to suppress the virus if taken at the early stages. Not one single comment about that has been made by the FDA, yet they just rubber stamp very quietly emergency use for 5- to 11-year-olds that are healthy to get now their third COVID injection in a literally a five-month period when we're watching a disaster unfold right now with children left and right all over the world being hospitalized after they get this shot. Think about that, my friends, and ask yourself the question, who do you really believe right now, and who do you think is actually really telling you the truth? What do you think, Deb? <laughs> well, I don't believe them, Austin, at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the false drug you know, administration, I don't believe any of this stuff. I mean, I don't believe – I think they're all a bunch of liars. And, you know, the thing that we have to understand is the eugenics that they're doing here to this younger generation. You know, they did it with DES in the 50s and the 60s trying to prevent, you know, causing women who were getting pregnant to basically have girls that could not have children. I've told you told you the story many times about diethylstilbestrol when given to a mother who's pregnant. You know, many, many, many cases induces infertility in the daughters that are born to them and also causes testicular cancer to the sons that are born to them. They knew this back in the 50s and the 60s. They did anyhow. So this eugenics protocol is not something that's going away. They want these these 11-year-old, 10-year-old children now to get the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh injection because they want to make sure they put enough spike proteins into their testicles and into their ovaries to prevent them from ever producing sperm and prevent them from ever ovulating. That's the goal here. So if they can get the vast majority of the young children injected right now, the next generation will be cut way, way down, and people the only people that will be basically reproducing will be those people that are not injected. And, that, and that's, the, that's the goal here. It's all about eugenics. Remember, I've talked about this with the Jason scholars back in the 50s, that government group think tank that worked with DARPA, this discovered that the biggest problem the world was facing was overpopulation. And they decided to do all kinds of different things, including eugenics protocols and injections to cause infertility. And, they, and this is what they've done. And then not, not to mention that, let's talk about the sperm count being down 70, 80, 90 percent in some countries because of the exposure to estrogen that these men who were born – 
to these women who've basically been taking estrogen products knowingly or unknowingly, either taking birth control pills or drinking soy formula or, you know, using meat that's been contaminated with estrogen. All of this stuff is happening all around us to reduce fertility, but nobody wants to ever discuss it. I don't know why. We do on this show on an ongoing basis because this is eugenics. This is the this is basically the culling of the population to go back to where the Georgia Guidestones and I've been there by the way I stood beside them taking pictures of myself there. The Georgia Guidestones say they want a per, per, perpetual 500 million people on the planet, and they want these people basically be to, to be allowed to selectively breed whenever they're told to breed, or they're going to breed them in test tubes, or basically change their DNA, and they're going to be the worker bees. For the other 200,000 or so that are basically the Kabbalist Luciferians, they're going to be running the planet. They want their you know, 2,500 slaves each. That's, that's the goal here. Do the math. 200,000 times 2,500 is 500 million. And that's what they want. But nobody wants to talk about that either because that's quote, quote, unquote, uh, how should I say, since the majority of these guys consider themselves and call themselves Jewish, which they're not. They are the synagogue of Satan. Do you say anything like that? But that becomes anti Semitic. So it's just one of those things that you kind of step back and you look at it and you go, wow. And then we got Musk with Twitter. What happened with Operation, you know, Mockingbird? is they came in and they basically, the CIA did, in the United States and the FBI and all these other governmental agencies that were being controlled through the Rothschild banking cartels, they came in and they bought up the media exposure. They started telling people what they couldn't, couldn't say, started giving them scripts to read on the air. They were exposed with the hearings that were exposing Operation Mockingbird back in the 70s and the 80s, but they didn't stop. What they've done is they've expanded the Operation Mockingbird now to go into social media, into Twitter, and the Facebook and all of these different media posts that are being put up all of the time with half of them being fake, probably up to 70 percent of them are being fake. Say, well, someone's got 100 million followers. Well, you don't know that they could have a 500 followers and the rest are all fake. You know, you can buy followers. I just want you to know that there are organizations out there that actually go out and they get people to sign up and they use other people's sign up information and they can give you followers for a price. Just thought I'd mention that, too. That's why so many of these people, they buy their way up to 100 or 200,000 followers when they have zero followers. So it looks good on social media. So more people think, well, if 100,000 people are listening to them, I need to go ahead and start listening. It's all marketing ploys. It's all lies in what it is. So Musk saying that Twitter is 50% fake with bots, yeah, I, I believe that. Because disinformation is surrounding all of us because of Operation Mockingbird and because of social media now. And that's what they're doing with the social media. They're just simply having an extension of Operation Mockingbird. Remember what Vladimir Lenin said, not that I like to quote him, but I will. You know, he said, give me just one generation of youth and I'll transform the whole world. That was Vladimir Lenin, the guy who basically started communism. You know, Stalin came after him. It, you know, he goes, give me four years to teach your children. This is why they're in a state of brainwave state. And the seed that I have sown will never be uprooted. Destroy the family. You destroy the country. The way to crush the Burgogies is to, I, I'm, I can have a hard time with that word. It's B-O-U-R-G-E-O-I-S-I-E, is to grind them between the millstones of taxation and inflation, which is exactly what they're doing right now. Was the cry of Lenin and Khrushchev and Castro and other dictators used to destroy their country, basically to indoctrinate their children to turn on their parents and on their neighbors. The key to the future of the country is its children. Now they're destroying the children through these vaccines. It doesn't matter what we accomplish in eight years to fix America, once more socialists graduate, America will elect socialists. This is exactly what's happening right now with Biden, if he has eight years in office. All he's going to do is continue to raise more little communists. One of the things they really started doing, one of the big lies they did, they, don't, they call America a democracy. 
listen, every time you hear one of the media parrots talking, they say America is a democracy. No, it's not. It's a constitutional republic. There's rules and laws to protect the people. That's what it's for. In a socialistic world that's basically a democracy, the majority rules. So if 51% say we're going to hang the other 49%, they kill the other 49%. That's not what happens in a republic. In a republic, you have laws and you have rights of the individual. And then you have all the people out there with the money. It's being thrown around by the government, the publishers, and all these groups because the money is what controls the people because of the because of what happens with the with the banking system and with the Rothschild banking cartel. And when we understand that all of this stuff is happening all around us and we don't understand why, we have to realize that these black magic Satanists are running the planet. And, and they don't call themselves Satanists. The, the, the majority of them claim to be Kabbalists, the ones that wear the little red strings around their wrists. And, and what they do is they, they try to control the energy fields. See, they don't see money as currency, as, 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 as paper. They see it as energy that flows to and fro in the non-material world. This is what CERN's trying to do. They're trying to open up these portals to open up basically pathways for these entities to come in and out. And John Hagelin, he's a particle physicist, and I've quoted him before. I'm going to read this again to what he said because it's that good. He goes, and what we have discovered at the core basis of the universe, the foundation of the universe, is a single unified field of intelligence. That would be God. A field that unites gravity with electromagnetism, light with radioactivity, with the nuclear force, so that all the forces of nature and all the so-called particles of nature, quarks, leptons, protons, neutrons, are now understood to be one. They are just all different ripples in an ocean of existence that is the unified field. And that field is a non-material field. It is ultimately a field of consciousness, and everything in the universe is nothing but that. Plants and trees and people and animals were all just waves of vibration in the underlying unified superstring field. That's what he says about who, how, the, how, the, how the thing works. Now, what's interesting about that, it says in the Bible that through Jesus, all things are held together. Well, if, if these guys are starting to figure out there's a unified field of intelligence and it's, it's basically God, it's Jesus holding it all together. That's why I've told you guys before. When Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, the exact image and representation of God Almighty according to the book of Hebrews, when he was crucified and he died on the cross and he left his physical body, it so shook the planet that there were earthquakes and the entire earth started to basically come apart. And I believe that God Almighty himself had not stepped in and intervened that the earth would become another asteroid field. That's how powerful Jesus is. And see, that's what these entities understand. They understand that he holds the super strength field together. And, and that's why they use symbols and all the other things for energy to hold and to control the people. You know, as J. Edward Hoover said, the individual is handicapped by coming face to face with a conspiracy so monstrous that he cannot believe it even exists. And, and, and that's the thing, isn't it? Isn't that, my friends, that this thing is so big when you look at it, you get overwhelmed by it. You think, well, I can't do anything about this. I'm just a little, you know, little cog in this giant wheel. Well, no, 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 no. You may be a little cog in the giant wheel. That's a fact, all right? But you're connected to Jesus Christ through a blood covenant, and he is the cog that holds, holds, it. He, he holds it all together. And so when you come into covenant with him and you pray, you, can cre you create scalar energy. And the scalar energy changes the fabric of space-time to accommodate your prayers if they're done in the will of God. And this is what people need to understand. 
And all of these people that are involved in this, quote, new world order of Kabbalist, Luciferian, satanic elite weirdos, hate to call them elite, they fulfill a hidden role in an outer, more respectable public role because they're businessmen. You see that. They're 33-degree bankers, 33-degree Masonic leader bankers. They're, they're, they're business owners. Look at the thing that happened with Stanley Kubrick and Eyes Wide Shut, and he showed these doctors and lawyers and attorneys going to this. And then they're banker Rothschild buddies. But their true power comes from Lucifer and the twisted use of humanity's creative power through black magic, which they didn't use in their secular roles in society. And that's why they use symbols all the time. Symbols are able to penetrate more deeply into our subconscious. That's why the elite are so obsessed with their occult corporate and governmental logos of red crosses, rising suns, all-seeing eyes, pyramids, 666, the rings of Saturn, inverted pentagrams, it's just all about symbols. They want to have symbology, and this is what they do with this, this, their signs of allegiance. You have the symbols of Exxon, the symbols of Dell Computer, the symbols of the you know Dallas Cowboys, the symbols of all these different groups. I'm going to post this article that I'm referencing back and forth to on the sh- on the on the internet to, on our website today, and these different signs create an energy field around them, and that allows them to control you through the symbols. Now Taco Bell's new symbol, I guess, is going to be we're the transgender safe space. You know, you come in here and have your drag queen story hour if you don't puke while you're watching. And so you can indoctrinate your little children who seem for some reason to love Taco Bell, which is horrible. I Man, I would never feed a child Taco Bell. It's like throwing a slap of dog food towards them. And then you get things like Bohemian Grove and Skull and Bros and the other secret societies and the Trilateral Commission and the CFR and the Council on Foreign Relations. In the Bilderberger group, all of these different groups are being used by the same group of people who basically are sacrificing humans in the dark with very other satanic rituals and acting out their sexual orgies and fetishes and all these other things as part of their worship experience. This is what they do. And, and always remember this. When you go to Bohemian Grove in San Francisco, you got very you got Henry Kissinger there, which doesn't surprise anybody. Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, George Bush. You know, all these different people that are the highest levels of our society have been there, have experienced the cremation of care, which is involves a basically hooded figures, satanic worship, performing black magic rituals beneath a 40 foot owl as they cremate a human being supposedly in effigy to this owl. I mean, this is some crazy stuff when you stop and think about it. You know, think about it. Is, is it a coincidence that back in 2004, the U.S. presidential election was George Bush Jr. and John Kerry were running each against each other, but they were both bonesmen, skull and bones. You know, th- th- you know they have a total membership of about 300 in a country of 300 million people, but they're both running for president at the same time, and both of them refused to speak about what was going on on Meet the Press as far as the skull and bones. Remember Tim Russert? He asked them. He was dead shortly thereafter. <laughs> he just died of a heart attack. And then you got this Hubert, the eyes wide shut, and the secret elite rituals of the sex and sacrifice. And we understand what these guys are involved in. And what basically what happens is this, is this black magic, this Kabbalah, this stuff they bring out of the Zohar. It's about demonic possession and having an entity come into you and control you and giving them a place to guess, I guess, I guess hang out and live in while they're here in this dimension. And they give you all of this power and money and prestige. And since the world is made of energy, not matter, it says energy moves in waves which have frequencies. These satanic rituals are designed to entrain in the energetic, energetic biofrequencies of the participants with that of other dark entities. So there's a vibrational match or a sync. Once there's a frequency resonance or lock, 
An exchange can then take place in energy and intent and information can go from one being, place or dimension, and transfer to another. This is the way it works when a person gets possessed and receives information from certain dark entities on what to do and what to buy, what to do on the stock market. Or they're going to be basically used as a cutout like Bill Gates or Elon Musk to be put out as a billionaire and get unlimited funding from the international banking cartel. All of this stuff is about demonic possession and about the other entities in the other realms. And yet we as Christians aren't supposed to talk about this stuff. Though our Bible goes into great detail about our battle is not against flesh and blood. But when's the last time you heard a pastor talk about this in this kind of depth? They don't. This is what CERN was all about. And we got to realize this interdimensional entities and this dark agenda, it's literally been running the planet now for thousands of years. Jesus put a big hamstring to them, and he took them out for a long time. He did with the cross. But because they continue to do these things in the dark places and sacrifice their children to the altars of Moloch and Baal and Asherah and all of the crazy stuff they were involved with in the ancient Roman times, they've given Lucifer strength back. And that mortal wound, according to the book of Revelation, has been healed. And we need to understand something, that you know we have all of these groups out there that are running things through these extra-dimensional entities, these basically satanic possession groups that ask these entities to come into them. And you think, well, what the heck? Well, yeah. And, and see, people need to get this. If, if you don't understand that these people are possessed, you don't really understand what's going on. I've got a friend of mine. Now, whether he's, you know, has saw it accurately or not, I don't know. I wasn't there. But he said he went to a Hollywood meeting one time and he was being introduced to various stars and a big action hero from back in the 90s who was a former bodybuilder from another country. <laughs> and he basically said when he shook the guy's hand, the, eyes, the guy's eyes turned black. I'm like, whoa. And I told him, I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, I've said, he said, I saw it. He said, I didn't know what to do. And see, this is the thing. A lot of these people, they're continuing to go to these meetings. You remember Mancow talked about that on our show one time. He was invited, by, invited to a, a Babylonian, you know, ritual party that basically, you know, they were having all kinds of orgies and all this other kind of stuff. He walked into this and walked out immediately. It was in San Diego. He talked about it in depth on our show. And so when you see this kind of stuff, you start to understand that these societies start to degenerate into darkness. And these demons take over, take them over, and then they all of a sudden, all they want to do is be negative in, all the time. And these people basically have used the knowledge from these ancient demons who somehow themselves seem to be on physical death. We don't really know how long they live, these ancient demons. And they work in an immense evil intelligence. This would be Lucifer and his bunch, you know, after he basically is trying to stage a coup d'etat in heaven. And we have thousands of years of information coming through these individuals to control the planet right now. The key part of putting down all of this stuff is realizing that God has told us what to do. It tells he to God tells us repeatedly, and Jesus tells us repeatedly to love one another and to focus on the good things. And we could literally, if we started focusing on the good things and started realizing how important it is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and, and not listening to these people that are spreading lies and disinformation and division and bigotry and, and, and all the other things, the racism. Oh my gosh, the racism has gotten so bad again because they're pushing it through social media. And all these things are happening because they want to create as much negative energy as they possibly can to feed these demons on the other side of the veil during their residence frequency matches during their sacrificial rituals in which they're drinking adrenochrome. And, you know, Jim Caviezel talked about that, in which they're sacrificing humans and adults and women and virgins and little boys and little girls 
these people are sick. I mean, they want there's why do you think there's so much child trafficking, guys? It's not because people want to adopt these kids. They want to use these children for their rituals. It's sick. These people all deserve a bullet to the brain who do this and hurt little children. Jesus put it this way. It would be better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and dropped into the deepest part of the sea than to hurt one of these little children. Because the same group was doing the same thing to the little children back then, and Jesus knew it. That's why he warned the people not to do this to little kids. But yet we want to do like Lennon said. We want to basically take that youth and reprogram them. I know last year when Austin and I went and spoke to that county board meeting for the school board, I told them, I said, you probably don't already been aware of this. You're probably not aware of cultural Marxism. And how it crept in through the Frankfurt School back in 1933 and how they're using it to promote critical race theory. I just gave them a whole lesson in three minutes on what was going on and why they were involved in it. And I tried to let them know that this wasn't okay. And I'll say one thing. The group of people that showed up there that night, including all the other people that spoke, we convinced the county commissioners to drop the mask mandate. We did that because we went up there. I mean, we pitched a fit, even though they wouldn't even allow but a few of us in there and only through social distancing at a time. And the sheriff came in, remember? The sheriff was leaving. Sheriff Grady Judd, I love the guy. He's a friend. He goes to my church. He, the sheriff comes walking out, and we say, if we don't wear a mask in here, are you going to arrest us? And they said, no, we're not going to enforce that. Do what you want to do. And she says, that's what the sheriff's officer said. And she walked out. And as soon as we walked in, they said, you got to put a mask on. We just we said, no. we got to take your temperature. We said, no. I don't do any of this. We're here to address a school board meeting about what they're doing to our children. And, of course, we have one lady there who's a full-blown lesbian who didn't even try to hide it when she ran for the election, but she was voted in. I still don't know how that happened in our county, as religious as our county is supposed to be, or maybe perhaps once was. But that's the thing we have to do. We have to get these hardcore liberal leftists out of our school boards because we don't want them doing what Lenin says. Because once you understand that the entire universe is made of energy, all energy, ripples of energy, the quantum mechanics and the unified field is being held together through Jesus – They want to disrupt that to the best of their abilities, and they have been doing so for years. And this ancient entity that's thousands of years old, this thing that we call Lucifer or Baal or Moloch, or he's got a variety of different names, we need to understand he wants to take over the planet. But the one thing he doesn't have, he's not omnipresent. He can't go back 2,000 years ago. If he could do that, he would never have crucified Jesus. It says in the Bible, had the God of this age known what he was doing, he never would have crucified the Son of Glory. He would have done it. Because it changed everything. That's why when you have a relationship with Christ, when you accept him as your Lord and your Savior, when you realize that he's the son of the Most High God, that he is God, the exact representation of God Almighty, and now you can go to the Godhead, the man who created the universe, the God who created the universe, not some wannabe Lucifer guy. You know, you go to directly to the main guy and ask him and pray with him and talk to him and commune with him through Jesus. It changes everything and that's why we've got to keep our hearts and minds in christ it doesn't matter what elon musk does with twitter it doesn't matter at all you know we, we realized that when that data dump got dumped up by pfizer when the data came out and we realized that this it's almost identically to this, when the data dump came out this next eighty thousand pages what they do they leaked the abortion ruling they leaked the abortion ruling if that wasn't enough to keep the media going they had another shooting if that wasn't enough they had another shooting you know, the data dumps an 80,000-page nightmare, and it came just at the same time as Roe v. Wade leak. <laughs> you know, Pfizer's COVID vaccine, it was not 95% effective, as they claim. Data shows it has a 12% efficacy rate for only seven days, and then it falls to less than 1%. 
There were no human clinical trials that determined the experimental COVID vaccines were safe for pregnant women. They were excluded from all the trials. Instead, they tested it on 44 rats before claiming it was safe. They're seeing, we're seeing all this with the latest data dump. There are a total of nine sites revealed so far as of May the 2nd, 2022, of 152, 158. They've only revealed nine of the sites. Where do the, where the rest of them go? Under 6.6% of the subjects are accounted for. Where do the data go relating to hundreds of other subjects and trial participants? Where are the 25,706 patients missing from the Pfizer data? The lipid nanoparticles were found to have distributed throughout the body, in the liver, the ovaries, and the testicles, and other vital organs. This is what it showed from the Pfizer data dump. And it happened within 48 hours of post-injection. The, the latest release can be found you know, on our website. We're posting it. We can give you a link to it so you can look through the latest 90,000 pages, which who in the world has time to run through 90,000 pages? I gave you like a highlight of it. But guys... This group of people that are running the planet that we talked about now for the last 15, 20 minutes with me that are doing the eugenics protocol, who are doing cultural Marxism by Lenin, who are doing all of the things through the Frankfurt School and through the school boards and through the transgender story hours at Taco Bell. This is the same group that's doing all of this all of the time. That's why we have to get our pastors in the pulpit to listen. Have to listen to the show today. Say, I want you to listen to the Ted Austin Brower show. If the pastors in the pulpit way up, wake up and start talking about current events and things that are actually happening in the country, we can change this. And of course, social media, as far as podcasts like the Ted Austin Brower show and, you know, and the Hagman show, they can go in and do it too. But be aware of all those other podcasts that never talk about anything I just talked about. They never talk about the rebuilding of the third temple. They never talk about any of it. They never talk about the banking cartels that run the planet. They never talk about the Bilderberger group. They don't talk about any of this stuff because they give you 80% truth and 20% lies because they're Operation Mockingbird. They're CIA plants is what they are. They're being put in and given money to run their organizations, to make money with what they're doing, and they're left alone. In most cases, sometimes they're slapped upside the head and sometimes they're pulled off of social media just to make a point, to make people think they're really legit. But, guys, listen to the real news. It's like I also said in the first segment. Support the people that are telling you the truth. And I thank you for your support of Health Masters. I do. But guys, there's so many people out there that are continuing to lie to you. Look at the Hollywood people like, you know, Dreyfus and all the rest of the people, these beyond Seinfeld and how they're all coming out pro-abortion, pro-abortion, pro-abortion. You know what I do? Whenever these, 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 these actors come out and they do this and they get on a stage, most of them like Julia Dreyfus, her career is long gone. And you know, but a lot of them, they are still out there doing things. And whenever they do things and they come out with a new movie, I'm done. I will not give them money. I will not pay to see their trash. I will not. I will not support them. Don't give people money who don't tell you the truth, who lie to you, who want you to engage in all this weird stuff with them. It's not worth it, guys, because all it will do is hinder your ability to have that relationship with God. It really will. Austin, what do you think, buddy? And what's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right when it comes to as far as this just complete and total lie that we've seen. Now, this is why I continue to bring this up as far as with the shots and continually encourage people not to ever forget what they did to anybody over the last two and a half years. I'm saying that repeatedly because it's a fact of life. If That's we right. continue to push this in the back of our minds and just go on with normalcy bias and just say, well, it happened. It's okay. We'll just get past it. I've always continued to ask where Wherever happened to Tiffany Dover, December 2020, the RN nurse that passed out right after she got the shot and had a huge Instagram page that you know had gone on for years and years and years of her and her children. And suddenly, there's a new podcast that came out 
from Brandy Zadrian from NBC News Reporter, and the podcast is Tiffany Dover Isn't Dead. And they go on this whole entire escapade. It's like a week ago, this whole escapade about how she's perfectly alive and her family says she's doing great and she just wants to be left alone. Guys, it's been almost two, what, year and a half since that happened on television where she passed out and then suddenly disappeared. Yet she's never made one single appearance on television, not one single video appearance on social media, not one single photo or video appearance doing anything ever after that. Was she a crisis actor that was completely set up for that information, that situation, and she passed out? Was she really an RN that basically checked out on that? I don't know. But there's been so much secrecy shrouding this shot from beginning to end, like Tad just said. And it's like, and it's like literally like clockwork. Every single time the FDA releases the Pfizer documents at the beginning of the month, something drops out of nowhere. Just some random event that chugs the news every single day. I can pretty much tell you right now, the beginning of June, I can almost guarantee you there's going to be something that happens that they're going to shred the news with and completely and totally ignore the next round of Pfizer documents that get released. 12% efficacy rate for one week. I talked about that a week ago. I said, what even possibly allowed that to get approved for emergency use, much less the side effects, the debilitating severe adverse events? We'll just put that on a shelf to the side. What about actually making sure that it worked and it didn't at all, but yet we just wrote a check for literally hundreds of billions of dollars globally to be spent all across the world to make sure these shots were produced. And now we have a glut of because a lot of people are waking up and not wanting to take them. Now we're seeing this investigation over in Scotland. This is grossly troubling now. Investigation is now launched again after a mysterious surge in deaths of newborn babies in Scotland. Health authorities in Scotland have launched it after a massive surge of newborns. Again, the second time this phenomenon has happened in less than six months. A report by the Herald newspaper highlights an extremely unusual spikes in deaths of newborn babies, with the alarm being raised after 18 infants randomly died. Within a few weeks of birth in March, the same control group was breached in September of last year when 21 neonatal deaths were experienced randomly out of nowhere. The first time this has ever occurred since records began. Now, we're not talking about the babies were born premature. They had health problems. These babies were categorized into perfectly healthy, pre, or, uh, basically uh, born children. They were perfectly healthy, not premature, not existing conditions, nothing. At all. None, no problems at all. Suddenly drop dead out of nowhere. Well, why is that suddenly happening? You got 21 kids die in three weeks in September in Scotland, which is not a huge country. All of a sudden just start dropping dead. Well, it's interesting about this now. They're saying that even the public health in Scotland said the deaths could not have been by chance. While the cause behind the previous spike in September also remains a mystery, the report notes that the vaccination uptake has significantly increased in expected mothers over the last eight months in Scotland. Well, is anybody else going to possibly question that and put a link to it and say, maybe, guys, there's been zero zero long-term research on what happens when you inject pregnant women with an RNA gene therapy shot and what it does to their offspring. Zero, by the way, zero research has been done on that as far as clinical trials long-term to see what this has done. Zero. But yet, 
What did the FDA come out with? Oh, we recommend that pregnant mothers get the shot immediately because it's totally safe. It wasn't even deemed to be safe. It was never even approved for pregnant women at all. They just arbitrarily came out and said, oh, it's totally safe for women that are pregnant. No research, no clinical trials, no years of testing to see what it does to the offspring after the mother's injected. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Zip. Zippity. How in the world does it get approved? Exactly what dad just said. You have these groups now where the the Pfizer is basically running the FDA because of how much money they give them. They are doing this intentionally to completely and totally ruin the offspring over the next generation. It's exactly what dad just said earlier with the 5 to 11-year-olds. They want to make sure that these young children get injected with this before they go into puberty. So it's pretty much – I can guarantee you I will put money on this as sad as it is, as wrong as I want to be about this. I can guarantee you if you watch and you do research over the next 15 to 20 years, you're going to find these young children that got this shot are going to end up being sterile, just like we saw with Gardasil with the HPV injection that still hardly gets – any account for what it did to hundreds of thousands of girls all across the globe going into basically premature ovarian failure at 13 years of age right after they get the shot. But yet suddenly, oh, it was totally it was totally fine. Clacko Smith-Klein was totally cool, rolling that shot out, totally safe, effective. No, it never was. Again, the exact same thing. And now I've told you guys, I personally think they're going to brew something up in the fall. They're working on something to basically to do this again during the midterms to try to force people to do these mail-in ballots. It worked so effective in 2020. I saw an article earlier here now where more and more is getting discussed about this avian bird flu now that they're now addressing and saying that one individual is claiming that it may have been weaponized. I saw an article from Baden Mayer who basically wrote a book on this now of what's been going on with COVID all the way to the bird flu, and he is saying that the NIH – has also funded research on making H5N1 transferable to humans. Now, I've not been able to verify that yet, actually, independently, but that's what he is claiming. Now, we also have the former director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, on March 30th, stating that he believes the great pandemic is still in the future and it's going to be the bird flu pandemic. It's going to have significant mortality with 10 to 50% range. That's what Redfield said. Now, Is he accurate on that? I have no idea. Is this fear porn? He could be putting it out there. But I find it very odd that they're priming everybody right now because in early April 2020, you guys remember, they talked about the bird flu ripping through chicken and turkey flocks in the U.S. and millions of birds now have had to be slaughtered. Historically, bird flu has never posed a threat to humans, ever. Now, all of a sudden, we've got to start wiping out the bird population because suddenly people are going to get infected with it, and now we've seen – that there have been recorded cases in the U.S. and in other countries of the bird flu spreading to humans, which is pretty much virtually impossible. Now, what's also interesting about this, I found this out, vaccine audens, A-U-D-E-N-Z, is, have been stockpiling up this year from U.S. and other countries, and it is an H5N1 vaccine labeled Audgen, A-U-D-E-N-Z, being marketed for 2020. The approval for this vaccine was granted by the U.S. FDA in January of 2020 when they did not know what was going on with COVID, followed by another supplement approval the end of last year. As on cue, the first ever H1N1 positive case was identified in the U.S. the end of April 2022. I talked about that earlier. Are they getting ready for something with some bird flu? I don't know, but I find it very odd at the same time we're seeing millions of poultry being basically killed 
At the same time, we're talking about another H5N1 vaccine already being stockpiled, and now we're starting to hear about all these sellers, including in like North Carolina, chicken sellers are told they are not permitted to restock. They can sell current inventory of birds. They're not allowed to restock because of H5N1 threats. So is this being done essentially to decimate the protein population in the United States? Very well possibly. Is it being done to start spooling up like the end of 2019 to start making everybody talk and think about this so they get terrified? Very possibly. Do I think it's going to be anything much different than what we saw with COVID? Probably not other than you need to keep your immune system strong and you need to keep your body strong. We saw that from the very beginning. The only thing that really got nailed were people that were extremely unhealthy and most of them being obese and their immune systems were already compromised that actually died from COVID, not died from remdesivir, not died from fluid retention in the lungs due to remdesivir and put on a ventilator, not that, but actually died from a viral infection only. This is why it's so important, my friends, that you have your backup supplies if you need extra vitamin C, powder, capsules, quercetin, zinc, keep them on hand as needed. I encourage a lot of people to do that. You don't have to have 50 bottles on hand or something silly like that, but I've talked to so many customers now, and I get emails. They tell me, yeah, we had an extra one or two bottles on hand for the family if they needed it. Somebody got sick. They start on the protocol immediately because this is what Dan and I have found over the last two years. If somebody starts coming down with something, regardless of what it is, whether it's flu, whether it's the COVID pandemic, whatever that was supposed to be, or anything else, it has to have immediate response taken with the supplementation. If you allow the virus to replicate in the body and you don't start taking nutrients till three, four, five days until you're unbelievably sick, it's not that you can't recover from it. It's that you basically have worse symptoms from the virus and your body takes longer to recover. If you immediately start hammering it with high doses of C and quercetin and zinc and D3 right out of the gate, your body's able to have the raw fuel. It's like I forgot one of the old army generals used to say, and they talked about this from research. He said, whichever side in a gunfight can produce the most overwhelming suppressive gunfire in the first 30 seconds of a gunfight, they have a significantly higher chance of winning in every single gunfight, every time, because that first immediate attack shows the other side oh my gosh, what did we just get involved in right now? This is an insane amount of suppressive fire. What hornet's nest did we stir up? This is why the Marines have such such notoriety for being so stinking aggressive because of their belt-fed techniques they have with their machine guns. This is exactly what happens in the body. As soon as the virus hits and you immediately nail it with vitamin C, D3, quercetin, zinc, and you've also been taking those supplements coming up to that, and then you up the dosage, the body goes, whoa, all right, we're juiced up now. And the virus goes, oh, well, this is a horrible host to attack. This is not going to go well for me. This is pretty much going to be very short-lived. That's why it's so important to make sure you have the backup reserves on hand that you need all the time, Dad. What do you think? Well, you're absolutely right. And the thing the thing that I learned also, also, if your body gets really sick and you have comorbidities, you have heart disease, diabetes, cancer, or some other type of immune problem, and you basically start taking supplements when you get sick, uh, there's a high probability that you're not going to recover. I'm, I've seen it repeatedly with friends, several friends down here. You can't have your body completely deficient of nutrients, and then all of a sudden you get really, really sick and expect your body to recover. Let me give you an example. If a person has cancer, let's say they have breast cancer. Let's say they have a one-inch size lump of breast cancer. It's been growing in their body for about 10 years. 
and their body basically, his immune system, has not been able to do anything as far as getting rid of it. Now, what I always suggest for people to do, and they can talk to their doctors and get more of the opinions, but this is what I always suggest that people do if they have a problem with breast cancer is they have a lumpectomy. They don't pierce it. They don't do a, how should I say, they don't you know biopsy it. They leave it alone. They cut it out and be done with it, and they can get it to get it checked. Because when you, have, when you biopsy something, it's like having an aerosol can of paint and sticking a hole in it and wants to spray out everywhere. Real important not to do that. And that's my opinion. A lot of other people feel the same way. Have a lumpectomy, have it removed. But now here's the question. Why did your body come down with breast cancer? Okay, it could be the aluminum from the odor that you're using. could be that. could be a lot of different things. could be a lack of vitamin C, D, all kinds of different things as far as antioxidants. Uh, but the immune system is not doing what it needs to do. So here's what I always tell people. If they're going to go in and have a mastectomy, which I've seen this. In fact, I'm trying to help a friend of mine whose wife just did this, and they're going to have a radical mastectomy of both breasts because one lump was found in one breast. They tell you, oh, it's no big deal. We could fix this. This is routine surgery. No, it's not because we've been going on it for a year now. Now she's lost all her hair. Now she's on chemo. Now she's on radiation. But here's the problem. What was never addressed is the fact that her body came down with cancer to start with because of an impaired immune system. So it doesn't matter how much chemotherapy or how much radiation you get, your immune system is still impaired. And the radiation and the chemo are going to make it more impaired. And this is the problem, too, with remdesivir and all these other drugs, these viral drugs they put you on when you go into the hospital. You don't have a deficiency of remdesivir. It's a poison. You don't have a deficiency of chemotherapy. It's a poison. You don't have a deficiency of radiation. It's a poison. You need to find out which specific nutrients your body needs to rebuild your immune system. So if you go into a situation and you know that there's a virus running around and you know it's going to be strong and you know it's going to kill people, you don't say, well, I'm going to wait until I get the virus and I'm almost dead and I'm going to take my vitamins. You don't do that. You start taking your supplements immediately when you see something like this happening, if not before you should have been doing, and build your D3 levels up to like 80 to 90. And then when you do that, all of a sudden the body kind of goes, hey, you know, I'm supercharged. Now, like Austin says, the virus comes in and goes, wow, I picked the wrong person. This ain't going to work. I've had COVID twice. I've told you that. I never missed a show. Now, my voice started to sound like James Earl Jones or James Earl, whatever it was, you know, in the middle of it. I started getting a real deep voice and my throat got sore, but I got better within three to four days. And I never got laid up. I never got had to go to bed. I never got sick. But my immune system was super strong. And I really hammered the supplements when I got sick and I made sure I stayed off of sugar. And it's really important that we do all of these things. And if we do all of these things, what ends up happening is we start to figure out, hey, why don't we just walk in health? And I had a tape series that I did years ago. It's called Walking in Divine Health. And I always talked about how you need to stay healthy your whole life and not get so sick you had to require some a miracle from God for healing. I mean, would you really rather would you rather just have energy and feel good every single day of your life and get so deathly ill that God has to supernaturally intervene? And here's what I've seen. I've seen people that have been junk food holics their entire life and they get deathly ill. And God will intervene. And they heals them. I've seen it. All right. And then what happens is they don't change their lifestyle. They start eating the same junk they did before they got sick and how they got sick, and they get sick again. And then people say, well, they lost their healing. No, they just did the same thing they did to get sick to start with. God's he's an if-then God. If you obey his commandments, you'll be blessed. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you'll be blessed. If you eat clean, you'll have a healthier body. The Bible says, don't you know that ye yourselves are God's temple and God's spirit lives within you? And if you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. That's what it says in Corinthians. I don't have, I'm not making this up. 
So you can't believe that you can eat junk like Taco Bell while you watch a drag queen story hour and laugh and think it's funny and that you're going to walk in divine health and be healthy and have a great mind and great body and great everything else. It doesn't work that way. You've got to eat clean all the time. Now, if you occasionally eat something you shouldn't or have a little bit of ice cream or whatever, who cares? But 90% of the time, 95% of the time, you need to eat clean. You know, if you want to have a meal once a week that you go cheat, but don't, now don't eat the stuff that you're not supposed to. Don't eat pork and shellfish, biblically forbidden foods. Don't do that. And always remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can. And we can, you know, and this is the day the Lord hath made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. And always remember, we have victory in Jesus. Because he is the author, and he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith. I love you guys. Also, finish it up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely, my friends. And thank you again for the continued support, getting the truth, getting the real news out there, continuing to call out a lot of the stuff for what it is. And that's just what it comes down to is simple facts is calling it out. If you know it's a lie, if you know it's complete and total fabrication and manipulated propaganda, Call it out for what it is. I do it all the time. Continue to get the truth out there, my friends. Stand up for what you believe and hold your convictions. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. Call us if you need anything. We got another batch of the meat buckets in stock yesterday, so we're getting all those out. We still have more in inventory. So if you need anything, give us a call. Let us know on the website, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed night, my friends. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Oh,